Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it. And this other guy, Steve. Chew it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. Chew it. They're going to get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're going to get funky on this podcast thing. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up, my man? What's up? Mm. What are you eating? Mm. Mm. Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> I was almost eating some rubber there. I'll eating some you. some tin eating right some there, bro. Aluminum. Wait, why? Because we're doing a car cast. We're in the car cast again. Yeah, man, it's been a while. I can't even tell you the last time we did a car cast. It's right? been a while, but then just as we were starting our chew, I got I got cut off. Bastards! Or I was moving into a lane, and the guy was moving into the lane as well, but he was slightly in front of me. L.A. drivers. Um, we're going to go do some meetings, right? So uh, we figured we'd just car cast while we drove around L.A. Well, we've been spending a lot of time in the car lately, too. A shitload of time in the car. Yeah, we just got back from San Diego. San Diego! We drove. Which um, I'd like to talk about a little bit. We could do that. We're, we're, are you going to chew something first or no? Um, you know what? I'm just having a simple toast with some butter on it. Oh, really? Yeah, just something something to start off Because that's day the only thing bit. you know how to cook? <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? That's fucked up. Do you queen. hear what I'm saying? That's fucked up. But not queen. too far off the mark, Steve. I know how to cook some things. Okay. Um, I'll cook you. <clears throat> I was having some popcorn. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, did you see uh, Thor Ragnarok? I went and saw Thor Ragnarok. How was it? Good. I'm going to talk about it later on. Okay, okay. Once we get into this shit. All right. Once we really get into this shit. Because you say, I love Thor. I bet Thor is one of the people, things you love. I did. I thought it was great. I really did. I'll I'll get into that, though. Okay. um, Let me plug first. Can I plug first, please, Lemmy? Before you go off on a little fucking tangent, can I just plug? Please. Just do it. Please. Just plug. Um, We got shows this weekend. Cuse. Cuse, baby. Cuse. Cuse, baby. You see that ad I put up for it? Uh, is it the cheerleader with, one? With you and me as a cheerleaders? Yeah, I'd like that one. That's a good one. I right? like that one. I'm going to run out of ideas soon, but I like that. No, thing. you're never going to run out of ideas. <laughs> There's no shortage of ideas in this world, Kev. Go Cuse. Go Orange, right? Uh, we're going to head up there this weekend. It's uh, November 10th and 11th. The 10th and 11th of November, which mm-hmm. is a Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, always good to go back to CNY. Yep. Central That's, New York. Yeah, there it is. The 315. That's where we went to school, up in that area. And uh, our peeps are up there. Right, man? Oh, we've spent a lot of time in Cuse. Think it's going to be cold up there? Oh, you know it's going to be cold. <laughs> but that good cold, the, the stinky cold. Good crisp cold, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get up there uh, this weekend, November 10th and 11th. Come on out, you crew. And then... Uh, you can come oh, wish me a happy birthday. All right. Your birthday's on, on what? The 13th. The 13th is the Monday. Yeah. So we'll be going. We won't be able to... To do uh, 62 shots. How old are you, 62? Yeah, 63. We'll be able to do our 63 62 shots. 62 going on 64. But uh, at least we'll be able to, uh, I don't know, we'll do a couple of chugs there, right? Maybe. We'll you do will. a couple of chugs with the crowd. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we're going to shut it down for the for the uh, holiday, mm-hmm. for the Thanksgiving yeah. holiday. Mm. Then in December, we're going to head back out on the road. We're going to go down to West Palm Beach. We're going to be there December 7th, 8th, and 9th. Let's call that a work vacation. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And what do you do? You know, when it's cold, when it's cold out, you go down to Florida, I'm right? A, I'm going to lay out in the sun. The Palm Beach Improv. Yeah. Uh, and then the next weekend, we're going to do a little trip, a little 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 tour we're going to do. We're going to start in Bakersfield on the 14th. That's Thursday, right? And uh, is that Thursday, the 14th? It is a Thursday. Yeah. And uh, and then we're going to... Um, we're going to be at the Tembler Brewing Company. Yeah, in Bakersfield, Tembler Brewing Company. And then the next night, we're heading to Michigan. We're going to Pontiac, Michigan. We'll be at the Crowfoot. And then the next night, we will be, uh, which is Saturday night, I think it's the 16th. Yeah. Uh, we will be we'll be in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Uh, we'll be in Oklahoma at West Salem Springs and uh, at the Cherokee Casino, returning there for a good time. Had a good steak dinner there the last time. We sure at that did. that casino. We sure did. It was did. delish. We sure did. Delish. Uh, so that's it. That's the, that's the whole year there. There you go. You got uh, Cuse this weekend. Then we got West Palm Beach. Bakersfield, Pontiac, Michigan, and we got Oklahoma, Siloam Springs, West Siloam Springs. Mm-hmm. So come on out, Chew Crew. Uh, all the tickets, heffernandlemmy.com. The links are there. You can go on and get some tickets there and then come see us and give us a big hug. A lot of good hugs in San Diego this weekend. Dude, we hug it out now, and the Chew Crew knows it. The Chew Crew that keeps that shows up at our shows, they like they walk up on stage and like, give me my fucking hug. <laughs> like now they, now they expect it, but that's fine. Now it's that's, currency. Because that's what we do. That's right. You want a hug? We'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, we'll hug you tight. We'll hug you soft. Sure. Whatever you want. Chicks, dudes, I don't care. Old, young. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Crew. 
Chew. <laughs> Hug. That's what it is. Um, all right. So anyway. That's the sequel to Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Crew, Chew, Hug. <laughs> That's good. I'll make Thanks. t-shirts for you. Okay. Um, San Diego, good time. We had a great time. The American Comedy Company. We had a great time. I want to make a confession to you. Okay, Kev. Oh, I, I feel a little bad. What? All right. About something. Okay. We were... Um, this doesn't happen very often. People. Right. We were... Uh, usually we'll stay like right across you from the club, but there's something going on downtown and all the hotels are taken or something. So we were staying out on Shelter Island. Yeah. If you know San Diego, that's like a, a kind of across the bay from the downtown area. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a little more kind of like a boat culture, marina culture. Yeah. Right. And uh, but it was beautiful that Saturday. It was beautiful, and um, we were outside getting a little exercise. And um, you uh, had an idea, yeah, that you wanted to go and rent a boat, yeah. And I feel like I kind of shit on your idea a little bit. Like we we ran into we ran to each other outside, and you're like, "It's so beautiful," and I'm like I know you're like, "Let's rent a boat, yeah. Let's get a boat, like a kayak or something like that." Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I don't fit into kayaks. Sure. So I have that problem. Or, or like, you know, it's like balancing an egg, you know, on the end, on, on, the, on its end. Sure. It just kind of tips over. Well, listen, a boat depends on, you know, some serious ballast. <laughs> right. You know, and, uh... <clears throat> and then otherwise you said, let's get a boat. And I was like, um, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. You, you didn't exactly say it like that. What? What did I say? You said, no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I said that about the kayak. Okay. I didn't shit on the boat. Outwardly, right. Uh, the kayak I shit on, right, right. But secret, secretly, I was like, nah. But here you were uh, trying to make the most out of our location and having a good time out there and getting a little fresh air, getting a boat. Sure. And I was like, eh. Yeah. And and me and our opener Eric Levy was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> Immediately he said, yeah, he did. Yeah, it. because it's it's an obvious thing to do. It's a gorgeous day. Sure. We're on the on the bay. Right. Get a fucking boat. I guess that says something about me, though, doesn't it? Go out there. Get out there. <laughs> um, but what happened was you went and tried to rent the boat. They don't rent boats. Yeah, they And were, then you said the text around said, you know what? They don't rent the boats. And secretly, I was like, yes. Yeah. They. I mean, there was uh, the next beach over. It was like a 10-minute drive. They rented boats. But at that point, I was like, you know, look, we'll drive. The opener, Eric Levy, and I will drive over there. Sure. And, you know, it'll be like a two-hour thing. And, you know. Uh, You're like, I can barely get these guys out, out into the thing. Like, the meanwhile, Levy's... Uh, Exercising on the fucking treadmill in the gym on a beautiful day. So no boats. Sorry, man. There were no boats. Uh, I feel bad. You know what? When you want to um, go on an excursion or a little something extra special. An excursion. Don't. Uh, don't invite you? No, no. I, don't rule me out. Don't rule me out. Okay. Keep, Listen, me in, keep me in the loop. Kev, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Life is about having adventures. You're right. Adventures are a good part of life. You're right. And when But you, here I am thinking like this. I'm thinking, oh, we're in San Diego. We're already on an adventure. Sure, we are an adventure, but there are adventures within the adventures. That's putting a hat on a hat. That's not a hat on a hat. <laughs> That's opening up the adventure to all the adventures you're that, right. that lie within. You're right. I, do, I shouldn't even be pushing back on this. But, Kevin, we all know that you're just an ugly American. I guess so. Americans like, love boats. You don't like soccer. You see all the boats in the marina out there? I sure did. There were a lot of boats. A lot of boats, boats with Trump flags and like funny sayings in the back. Sure. We had, it's America, right? There's a boat called the, the uh, Sex... C S E A sex C two two, two. so yeah. there was a first sex C yeah and then this That's one that sank but you know what's you know, you know it's, the reality is every marina in this fucking country has that same boat with that same name oh no I mean the, the hey I had a great idea I'm gonna name my boat sex C I enjoy S E A seeing uh, all the different boat names because there are always there are some good ones there are some good ones. Like, my favorite one that I've ever seen, and I actually, I think I saw it in Catalina Island, was the uh, the hook, line, and sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. It, it really comes down to what would you name your boat, and that's, you would name your boat that. I would name my, my boat the hook, line, and sphincter, line too. And sphincter. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to go out on the sphincter this weekend? Yeah. And then you would Have come in beers. with your clever shit. You'd be like, more like hook, line, and hook, line, and stinker. Yeah. That's nice of you to apologize. Yeah, Sorry. What point did you start to feel remorse for you? I, I have not really felt remorse at all. I see. But, um, <laughs> I see. but I, I feel bad for you. Do you ever feel remorse for anything? Sometimes. Can you feel remorse for someone else's actions? Maybe you can. Sure you can. Guilt by... Empathetic remorse. It's my new album. Empathetic remorse. That's your new emo <laughs> album? Yeah. The it's really, new emo it's album really nice. Kevin Empathetic remorse. Empathetic remorse. Maybe like if you're with a group of friends and one of them does something dickish to somebody, you can feel remorse. Sure. By association. 
Sure. By association. That's your album, Remorse by Association. <laughs> yeah, RBA is what we call that one. Oh, when I was recording RBA. Hey, you know what? I went and saw um, Thor Ragnarok last night. Okay. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, actually. Okay. How did they pronounce it's, it? Um, I don't know. They said it a couple times. What does though. Ragnarok mean? It uh, it's it, it uh, apparently means, and maybe I totally get this wrong. The the uh, it means the destruction of Asgard. It's like the it's like apocalypse. Yeah, it's like the end of Asgard or something. Like okay, that. and I don't know if it's some uh, more global term or if it's unique to that, but that's that's what they say in the movie. Okay, so Ragnarok. Ragnarok. All right. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I went that. Loved it. Loved it. Okay. Loved it. Best now it's being reviewed as the best Marvel comics movie ever. Um, I don't, you know, it's it's got a different flavor to it. It's it's very comic, mm. and and at times uh, goofy, right? And at times maybe crosses the line of too goofy. Maybe buddy movie between uh, Thor and uh, Hulk, right? Well, not really. I mean, like yeah, there is a, there is a, a whole part of that, but it's really this is really a Chris Hemsworth vehicle. This is him. All right, because you know, in like the other Thor movies, he's a little more stilted. I feel like like he's a little bit more like he speaks in a more stilted manner. But this way, he this time he's like pure comic character. Sure, he says shit like by the gods of Asgard. Right, but in this, he's like cracking jokes. He's being self deprecating, even getting scared of shit at times. Which I don't know if I like that. Okay, but like uh, it was it, this is much more a vehicle for him, and I love that guy. Have I told you that? Have I told you I have a, uh, he's one of my man crushes, that Chris Hemsworth? You probably have. You probably Fucking have. Thor. Okay, go on. Plenty of shirtless Thor. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you get plenty of shirtless I like Thor that. in there. I remember the first time when the Thor was coming out, and they showed the trailer, and in the trailer they had him take off his shirt, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, there's plenty of that. Plenty of that in this movie. I think we, didn't you and I go to see Thor together in the theater? And I saw it with my wife. Oh. Because then oh. we both looked at each other like, whoa. Yeah, because, <laughs> and that falls into my category. Like, she likes anything with like a hot steam. Sure, sure. And she, you know. You get what you're looking for, but it's also visually cool. There's some great fucking battles, and uh, let me—I uh, got two words for you, man. Yeah, and I'm not going to give away more than this, but I got to, and you're going to love this. Okay, immigrant song. Oh, okay. I I got two words for you, immigrant song. Okay, I have read that they use the immigrant song not once but twice. Correct, the they okay. do, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, well, that—I mean, the immigrant song. You can you can make a case that the immigrant song is one of is Led Zeppelin's best if you want to. You could. You can make. A I case mean, it's certainly it. the most aggressive, which I think is what is. Uh, Why? But like, the, there are times like if I ever. Why? Okay, everybody, this is another rare run. Heffernan is full of beans today. Here's what I suspect happened. Yeah. I suspect that what happened is you went to see Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, at the theater where you and your family eat uh, burgers and milkshakes. Yeah, I got, I got a milkshake. And then your wife um, got a little, you know, hot at the sight of, uh, of Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> okay. And she may have. I don't know. She was sitting at the other end. We had all the kids with us. That's you know? fine. That's okay. fine. But, like, there's they were, The kids were all between us. The leftover. You know, okay. like she's, she's harboring that all through the movie. And then... Because you guys missed your Saturday night date night because you were in San Diego. Then <laughs> yeah. you came back Sunday night and got a little Thor. And nah, nope. And she gave you the Thor's hammer. Nope, nope. I was going to say you gave her Thor's hammer, but in this climate of... Uh, of uh, you don't want to say that kind of shit? No, I don't want to say anything. You know what? Like, I literally, at the, at the San Diego club, and we'll get back to Thor Ragnarok in one second, okay. but like, one of the waitresses who we're friends with, who, uh, you know, from, from last time and the yeah. time before, yep. we go to the club... I didn't even give her a hug. I gave her a high five. Okay, because you don't because it's it's delicate these days. I don't want uh, it's very anybody, sensitive these days. You know, because I've got you know I think I kind of have a lecherous personality. To you do. True crew knows that. Yeah, they know that. And so uh, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like that. So, sure. Anyway, so I'm. You don't want to cross that line. I'm minding my p's and q's. Okay, these good days. for you. Okay, rag. But no, uh, the, none of, there was none, none of that business. Okay. Uh, we got home and uh, the bed was not ragnarokking. No, it was not ragnarokking. The kids had not finished their homework and. Uh, you know, there's a lot of parental duties that went on. Sure. You know what I mean? So there's no there's no Ragnaroking. Okay. Uh, but um, but anyway, the Hulk, great in it. Yeah. Great comedy, great visuals. A lot of fun. It was a romp. Okay. A great romp. It was a romp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and um, some real funny comic stuff in there. Like, they really went towards the comedy. I love that. I love that. Which is cool. Because those guys are all good at it. Very good. And that's why, you know, I think Helmsworth probably, this had to be the most fun Thor movie for him to do because he really cut loose. Like, he's Did he cut doing loose? bits. 
He's doing bits. He's doing bits. Yeah. Let me ask Thor you, bits. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Put it up against uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I would say, uh, and you know what? This goes back to what you were saying at one point. But Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy was probably a more satisfying movie in the sense of it being an origin story. Like you're meeting these people for the first time, and you're getting to know them, and that's part of the yeah. the allure and the charm of it. Yeah. This you, you're not in that. You're you're you know you obviously already know who all these people are, but. They do a good job of, you know, like Loki's great in it, and they have a lot of great stuff in it with him, and, you know, so I, I, I you know, it's definitely up there. Okay. But as a, as a charming uh, movie, it's not as charming as Guardians of the Galaxy was. What's your take on Loki? On their Loki? This, this is a loaded question. Uh, I like him. Okay. And uh, he was great in, uh, in, in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. And is he still evil, or is he, like, come to the light? The he light kind of straddles the fence. Okay. And when you think he's good, he's not. And when you think he's bad, he's good. You okay. Know? So, ba- so Loki's still up to his mischief. Yes. All right. No question. He, he the, hates Thor. He is the god of mischief. Right. So. Okay. Um, but anyway. Okay. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, loved it. I'm going to go out there to say that I loved it. All right, good. So that's like a love that I have. It's good to love things. And it's topical, and it's timely. It's good to love things. (laughs) It's good to love things. All right, good. That's hot. That one's hot off the presses. Sure. Well, then this will will fit nicely into everything that's happened so far, because my first love is I love when you are making a point... That you feel is a really good point. Yeah. And you are say something, saying something that you feel is really awesome. Yeah. That you get goosebumps on your face and throat. Oh, yeah. I love that. You mean me or people? You, Kevin Heffern. Okay. You do too, though. I never get goosebumps on my face. What? Never get goosebumps on my face. But when you, like, uh, my wife gets it too, by the way. What? The cheat? Like, when she's, like, excited or, like, saying something awesome. Yeah. She'll get goosebumps on her face. Okay. Um, it's like a flush, right? It's a, it's a bit of a flush. I think my family, ha- like my brother has the same thing, right? When he gets... Uh, I have not... No- I mean, I haven't spent as much time with him as I have Pat, with you. you haven't? I mean, I've, I've, no, I haven't spent as much time with, with anyone as I have with you. <laughs> I know, but I mean, you've gone to those movies where Pat, you know, like Lord of the Rings, where he Pat just cries. cries. He just cries. Right, because he's so excited. Yeah, but you, like when you're, like sometimes we're making a podcast and we have a guest. Yeah. And you're talking to the guest. I'm, I'm staring at your cheeks. <laughs> As uh, as you get goosebumps, or like we're in a pitch meeting, and you you come to like a good jokey part of the pitch, <laughs> right? Or usually for you, it's a, like a part of the pitch where you get to talk about emotion, right? And then you start to get goosebumps because <laughs> I'm so emotional. On your but cheeks. wait, now this is, runs counter to your theory that I have no emotions and that I'm I just have a cold lump of of coal in my heart. I don't where think, my heart is. I don't think it's it's uh, happiness or joy or anything like that. I think uh, it's you thinking that you're awesome. Wait a minute. Yeah, like when you make you're a, thinking it's me thinking I'm awesome when I when I when I, I like something. I think it's you working yourself up to, into a frenzy That's of a like, weird. You know, I'm drilling it. That's a weird perception. Like like McDonald's, <laughs> I'm loving it. You're like I'm drilling it. You started out by saying how it's when I like something, and then all of a sudden it's some sort of self love well, situation. Well, here you know I'll say this. It's interesting. It's it's an interesting part of the human condition, Kev. What, yeah. What just happened? Yeah. I'll shed the light on myself right now. Okay. Uh, like uh, what happened was that then you began to use my words against me because ah. I, I just contradicted myself. <laughs> and so that was me trying to weasel out of it. Okay. And pretend like I hadn't contradicted myself. <laughs> okay. So then I had to I had to shift. So if what you're driving, saying is that you're full of shit. If I wasn't driving, <laughs> if I wasn't driving, I could have right. fucking I could have crushed that point. Sure. I love when you get goosebumps when you think you're making an awesome point. Okay. Okay. I like that. I guess I'm up, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, uh, You know what I like? What, Kev? I don't know if I've done this one before. What do you love? Uh, I don't know if I've done this before. I think I may have done it like probably in our last loves. Okay. Uh, Here's what I love. Autumn. I like the way you you pronounced it. I don't know anybody who's ever (laughs) said that before. Okay. The fall. You know what? Like, um, we're really experiencing a little autumny uh, week here in uh, LA which is unusual to me. Yeah. And you know we were uh we were in Kansas City recently and we're going to go to Cuse uh this weekend and experience the fall. Yes. And uh there's just all kinds of good shit about the fall like the, the how the weather changes and then also like I feel like your like the menu changes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Like yeah. the foods change and the drinks the drinks are darker. And the food's heavier. They're meant to warm your belly. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. You know what we're talking about? Well, and plus there's beauty all around. You've got, uh, you know, even in Los Angeles, you can get some orange and red. You definitely can. And, um, yeah, the autumn is a, a beautiful time of you, the year. You, like, you have some pot pies. Sure, you get some pot pies. Maybe a roast. Maybe a thick, brothy soup, like more of a, a, a stewier soup. Yeah, like a stewy soup. That's a good name, <laughs> Stew Soup. Hey, Stewie Soup, nice to meet you. How you doing? How are you? My hey, name's Stew Soup. I'm Stew Beef. How you doing? Hey, good to meet you, man. Um, uh, so you get that, and you're, you're, you, go, you go for more of an amber beer, don't you? Yeah, and a, and a red wine. I'll pop off a red wine, too. Sure, you'll, and you'll pop off like a, like a graham cracker porter. Oh, you know. Oh, by the Denver <laughs> Beer Company. Uh, not a sponsor, but, uh, but a favorite of ours. Okay. Um, what was that pretzel beer that they that he gave you? Oh man, it's a, it's. A, Does it taste like pretzels? It's called uh, Pretzel Assassin. But it makes you then it makes you want to assassinate pretzels. Is that what it comes down to, or does it actually taste a little bit like pretzels? Uh, the funny thing is, is I didn't notice any pretzel. Oh, okay. uh, To it at all? Because I was thinking that would be a great beer flavor. You know, it's funny because I feel like you and I are going through some sort of pretzel renaissance right now. <laughs> Um, pretzel sauce? Well, we really, we really have been. I mean, you've, like, I, I, I don't know if it started with that experience in the uh, the airport where I ordered a pretzel. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I mean, I know you love pretzel bread. Love it. We, that, that's been a past love. We've that talked has about been a that. past love. But like, and we've been hit the pretzels hard. I had bread. a little pretzel bread recently, right? Yes. But don't you think that someone should make pretzel beer? Um, it seems like it's a great. Well, I think idea. that's what, I think that's what these guys did. And I mean, if they're going to make a lime Bud Light, yeah, make a pretzel beer with uh, a bready, salty taste about it. Sure, that'd be great. Here's the thing: is that like, I think I was so excited to get my care package from the Denver Beer Company. Yeah, that uh, when I when I drank there, the Pretzel Assassin, I was so I was I loved the name so much. I was so excited about drinking a new beer that I completely forgot each time I I drank a can. Yeah, that it was a pretzel beer, you know. Once I, I start slurping, if, I, if beer. I got a pretzel beer, I would be like, "This tastes like pretzels." Okay, well, did you get it? You, no, you just haven't. That was not in my care package. They didn't send you the pretzel assassin. No, I had, I had some different. Uh, they probably sent you all pale ales because a, a lot of a lot of IPA, a lot of pale ale. Yeah, yeah, they got, they sent me a lot of that stuff. Okay, delicious. Um, all right, so wait. But anyway, it? those are the kind of beers you drink in the autumn. Sure, the autumn. The autumn. The, autumn. the leaves are turning colors. Now, why are you saying autumn? Autumn air is crisp. I don't know. I think it inspires. I think that word inspires. It. Autumn, 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 autumn. I bet like there's there are proper British people. Or I bet Donald Sutherland when he does a British accent says in the autumn. Yeah, it's well, it's a British word. Like you, autumn. You, autumn. Nobody says you know autumn. Autumn. Nobody says that in you know, like a New York accent. All right. Autumn. Autumn. You, you can say, say the fall. Fall. Yeah. Oh, the fall. <laughs> autumn. It's in the fall. I, I, yeah, I bet you're right. In New York City, there's nobody that says autumn. Yeah. Hey, you gonna go? Uh, you gonna go to the football game this autumn? Man, I'm so excited! You know what I love? Hockey season in the autumn. Yeah, tailgating in the autumn. Oh man, get all those nice autumn colors. <laughs> when are you guys getting married? This autumn? Oh, this autumn. Yeah, October. In I, the autumn. You know, we got a lot of compliments on our uh, stub toe Gandhi from oh, last week. Oh, so fun! So I'm fun. Still here? I can still hear you. <laughs> My toe still hurts. It still smarts, but uh, it's Ouch. getting better. Um, All right, what to, do you got? I had to sleep on the couch for yelling at my wife so hard, but uh, you know, what the fuck are you going to do? Okay, what do I got? You know what I loved? I loved it. It's over now. It's over now, and we may never see it again. Oh, okay. But for a, a glorious moment in time, I uh, was loving, you know, the, the, the baby bombers, the Yankees. Yeah. Towards the end of the season, the second half of the season, they were just blasting home runs and they would do this uh, dugout celebration after a home run where they would do like the faux tv interview sure do you remember that thing where they put like uh, yeah they put the camera on the shoulder and yeah, yeah, yeah sure. like a fake camera on the shoder yeah. and like they you know a bit there's a bit yeah, they would do. one player would hold the camera one player would be the, the interviewer and then yeah. they'd interview the guy who hit the home run yeah it was i found it to be so joyous Right. It was one of those things I would laugh every time they'd get, they'd cut to the dugout and you'd see the guys like especially like in the back to back situation they'd be interviewing each other. Sure. You know what that was? It was youth. That was. It was the exuberance of youth, young professional, unbridled, energetic youth. I mean, these guys like you know rookies in, in Yankee Stadium and uh, second year players in Yankee Stadium bombing home runs. Sure. Do you think that uh, though that if you're not a fan of the team, you might think it was uh, disrespectful? 
Um, that yeah, but fuck is em. not my concern <laughs> right problem. now because this is not a, a sh- an, an episode about other people's love. No, no, I'm just it. I'm just wondering is there is there room for interpretation? That's oh, not absolutely, the absolutely. It's like when the when the Red Sox were so dorkily doing their whole cowboy up thing, right? Or were the idiots? I'm sure, sure they loved it. Over there in Boston, <laughs> all the massholes hey, loved it. Hey, don't badmouth Boston. You but love I'm, Boston. Massholes in a good way, in a good okay. way. But, um, you know, that's something that we hated. We were like, look at these dorks. Sure. And I'm sure, sure that, uh, that all over the country, even in Boston, they're, they're like, oh, look, look at these fucking docks. Yeah, fucking docks. Look at these fucking, you need, yeah, get a real celebration. Thing. Fucking cowboy up. This so, fucking camera over there. I, I, I enjoyed the Yankees post-home run celebration. I, like I that. loved it. That's good. You know what I love? I've decided I love. What? And I'm not changing. What? My salty hat. Okay. 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 <laughs> Everyone's telling me to to wash my salty hat. Yeah. And my you, kids, my wife, you. And you refuse? No, fuck it. I like my salty hat. Because it's disgusting? No. I don't. What's disgusting about it? It's salty. So it's, what? There's, you're talking Salt to people. Salt is clean. You're talking to people in like a... Um, like you wear that thing to like professional situations. Like you show up in your Yankees hat, mm-hmm. and there's like it looks it's right like there. It's right there it the looks like seat. the Rocky Mountains across the the <laughs> top of that hat. Like just uh, like that shit sweated out of your head. I, mean, I like that. People don't know that you exercise in that thing, and if they did, it's also disgusting. It's like you're wearing. But a, I have multiple hats that have that, so fuck it. No, I know, and that's that's the thing. It's all disgusting. And why doesn't everyone's hat uh, have that? Because, um, you know, it's like, why don't you wear the sweaty shirt? Why don't you let your sweaty workout shirt dry and then wear that to a business meeting mm-hmm. and let the salt accumulate in the armpits and, you know, in the chest? Why don't sure. You well, first of all, I've never worn my salty hat to a business meeting. Okay. Unlike you who shows up in sweatpants shorts. But um, if N- I did. Notice, True Crew, I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't show up to any business meeting in uh, in sweatshorts. I showed up to shoot. Here's the funny thing, though, about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other day, uh, we went and shot some fun videos for Fox uh, Searchlight because the super for the Super Troopers Two promotion, and and they're going to be out this week. The Two Crew can see that stuff this week. There are these videos that we shot uh, where people get to ask us a question called "Must Ask You a Question," right? Yeah. And so I pick you. We're going to go shoot this thing on camera. We pick you up. You walk out into the car, and you're wearing fucking like sweat pants, shorts, and flip flops. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what? What are you talking? About? We're going to go shoot this thing. You yeah. Know? And he's like, oh, it'll just be waist up or it'll be chest up or yeah. whatever it is. I, I I don't know if you've seen the video, but they send a rough cut, and I, I watched the. It's the, full. It's full body. Yeah. It's full body. Yeah, so the true crew can see your full sweat pants, short. And flip-flops. The whole thing is we're supposed to be in the editing bay editing the movie. Like, you know, I dressed for comfort. Yeah. That's all. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not It's not a, uh, a pitch meeting where we're trying to make a good impression. Well, you should have had like, your finest uh, coat and tie on for, yeah. the, for the fans and of Super you Troopers, like, too. Your, your best clothes are, are like one level up from that, by the way. Well, but they're pants and they're closed-toed shoe. Like, I'm not some sort of animal walking around going to wherever I want to go. Like, I just rolled out of bed. People are going to be like, that's the kind of, that's the, the, the broken lizard personality I would like to follow, that oh. one. He represents uh, comfortable living. Sure. All right. What was your love? Are we done with it? <laughs> I'm just answering your fucking question. Or I'm addressing Oh, salty hat. That was mine. Your salty hat. Okay. I mean, you know, like you're, what you're saying to the world is, I'm disgusting. No, I'm saying is, hey, look. Like when I wear my sweatpants, I'm like, I'm casual. That's what, what it's I'm saying, saying is, like, you know, when someone puts on like a a sport shirt or a sport hat and it's brand new, crisp looking, and you're like, that guy's not even a fan of the team. He doesn't wear that hat around. He yeah. never wears that shirt around. Yeah. When I wear my hat around, people know I wear my hat around. <laughs> they know it. Okay. It's like it's, so. It's authentic, is what it is. What it's like when you wear like a white T-shirt with yellow pit stains on. I don't it, do that. And people are like, oh, he's had that shirt forever. I don't do that. It's but you're doing it on your head. No, I don't. Yeah, you are. Like, you could, <laughs> if, if, like, my pretzel turned out to be unsalted, I could smear it against the outside of your hat and have and a nice, salty pretzel. It would be delicious. It would be fucking delicious. Eat every bite. I'd eat your hat. And lick my fingers. All right, what's your love? Where's your, where are you going now? What do you got? I love double toilet paper. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, two-ply? Yeah, I love... You like two-ply? I love the thick, soft toilet paper. <laughs> really? And I say this because what happened is, you know, a few months ago, I went, my wife and I went and, and we stayed at uh, her mom's house in Miami. Yeah. And her mom 
only had like uh, thin single ply. Single ply? Toilet paper. That's like the kind of stuff you find like a... In like an airplane bathroom. Yeah, like an airplane bathroom or like a shitty motel or like a, yeah. like a school. Yeah. <laughs> now, her mom wasn't there at the time. Like we just, you know, she just gave us the house. Okay. And... You know, so we were there. Your for wife th- must have snapped. We were there mom. for two weeks. Yo, mom, what's with this fucking shitty toilet paper? What would you fucking paper? But so, like, finally on the last night, yeah, her mom showed up, um, you know, to come back to the house. Uh huh. Then I, you know, I, I I bought her, you know, a thank you gift. I bought her a nice bottle of Dom Perignon oh, champagne. Good for you. Which afforded me the uh, right to speak my mind to her. I see. And I said to her, you know, Lula, <laughs> I have to uh, tell you, I. You know, I appreciate uh, the, the generous, uh, the hospitality here. This exactly. is a really great of you to uh, let us stay so nice. in your house without you. But I, I, aside from this bottle of Dom Perignon champagne, I, uh, I bought you some uh, fantastic Charmin double toilet paper. So wait, do you went and bought toilet paper too? For her. In addition to the champagne. Yeah. I bought her like a 16-pack. Holy cow. You think it's going to open her eyes like... What is this? Well, then she then she Fucking was like, awesome. she was like, well, the reason I do the thin plies because this is an older house, and the the double toilet paper we've had an issue before where it clogs the pipes. Oh, so we have to go with the single. <laughs> I changed the pipes before I got. Say, that's what I'm talking. That's about. right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's there's a pipe that needs some you know some that double love some double toilet right. paper. There's some it. pipe that needs some love. There. That's what I'm talking about. I I would tell her to repipe the house. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to scratching the the skin off of your anus, Lula, I bought you a uh, a bottle of champagne, and I also redid your plumbing. <laughs> you I had somebody come in and dig up the backyard. So anyway, that's bada boom, bada boom. And so, was your wife embarrassed about the uh, single ply? No, not at all. Did your wife grow up with single ply? Um, that's another issue. Yeah, I, I imagine she must have. So that like that was part of the reason why she agreed to marry me. Was like right. when she came out of here, she was like, "What the fuck is this? You toilet paper's motherfucking soft." This is double toilet paper. How you get it so soft? Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Wait, they put two pieces together? Two together? But it's soft. Holy shit. My, uh, so we, uh, my wife, just a little sidebar here. Yeah. Uh, my wife, like we've been trying out a new nanny for the kids. She just comes a couple hours, like right. part time. Right. And, uh, you know, for the first couple of weeks, it's just been like, get the, let the little kids get to know the nanny. Sure, okay. Because we don't have family out here in Los Angeles, so we require this. Right, right. We don't, we, you don't have uh, the grandparents or anything. Kind of yeah, shit. so like, so, uh, you know, but little kids are, are fucking assholes. And so, sure. like, you know, when they would meet her, they'd be like, ah, they'd like the little one would start crying and like. Right, new person. The older one would like not want to even talk to her, be a fucking dick to her and everything. Sure. You know, and, it's, and that's natural for, for little kids. Yeah. But so, uh, we've been keeping them at home. So when she shows up, like the kids are at home here. So this, so they're getting used to her and we're getting to know her. And then sure. eventually, you know, we'll let her take them out of the house and all that. Sure. Stuff. Let her wing it, man. Yeah, Drive so, around with a seatbelt on. So you and I are in San Diego this, uh, <laughs> this past weekend. Sure. And, uh, on Friday, I think my wife determined that it was time. She was like, you know, like, I, like, I don't want to keep, now I have to follow around, like training her and shit. And like, um, I'm always like the kids because I'm there creates more problem. Cause like them, them little motherfuckers, they keep like, um, sure. I'm like their crutch. Wanted to be with me. Right. And so next week I'm going to let her do the damn thing. Sure. That's what she said to me. She said, I'm going to let her do the damn thing. Okay. And I said, and I wrote it down cause I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, well, I was like, what does that mean exactly? What's the damn thing? Let her do the damn thing. She's like, you know. Take her, take them to like the park. Take them to like the giggles and hugs, like the play gym. P- take them to karate. <laughs> pick them up from school. Let her do the damn thing. I was right. like, okay, so that means let her do everything. Right. She's like, yeah, let, let yeah. her do the damn thing. Yeah, come on. Anyway, so that little sidebar for okay. my wife. All right. Um, to just piggyback on the toilet, pa- on the double <laughs> toilet paper. But I love double toilet paper. Is my point. Okay. All right, go, Kev. Your turn. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna pander a little bit. Uh, Love I people. love uh, now that we talked about it a little bit. I was going to talk about that video that we shot. I like the. Uh, I love starting the uh, the PR process for the new movies. Sure, like when you have a new movie, and then all the contract bullshits behind you. The movie's totally fucking done. Yeah. You have your date, and then you just fucking go. Yeah, then you go. And uh, so we went over there to Fox uh, last week. We shot these great videos. And they're having all kinds of ideas. They're shooting ideas around, all kinds of fun ideas. But now 
we're sitting there and we're f- trying to make a schedule and you know we have 15 screenings we have to do across the country yeah 15 screenings for for the indiegogo backers yeah uh trying to schedule those out and uh figuring out you know we're all going to travel around the country and do all this shit yeah and I think those are exciting. It's an exciting time when that happens. Yeah, well, and, and you know, it's also like a little, little side thing, and everyone will be happy to know that uh, I went there. This is my second time being at Fox Searchlight since the leak. <laughs> and, uh, All right. And, uh, the, you know, the, you have not lived it down yet, though. The head of marketing gave me, like, you know, totally out of the blue. I mean, yeah. not out of the blue, but out of the blue. He was, he was like, in any, like, cool stuff they were thinking about doing, we're just going to uh, tell you about, Stephen. You can just leak it to everybody. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. okay. You're going to be the launch pad for every great idea is yeah. what it comes down to. But that's good. But, he, you know, I think he even said he was, he was like, look, it, it actually was great. Yeah. It was great. It got yeah. out there. You know, we, we, fuck, we got, you know, we shat. We got off the pot. Or this, no, we shat. Yeah. yeah. This is all enabling you. That's the problem. I know, dude. You're I being got, enabled. I'm getting my loose lips, <laughs> facing ships. Um, I love the marketing, too. It's really exciting. And, it's, and uh, you know, they're... They were uh, they were going to show us a trailer and then they didn't because it was still a rough cut. Yeah, they're they, still cutting it. Yeah, they want to give us some. But they hope hope to get it out in December. Yeah, um, uh, put it in the theaters. Yeah, it's a trailer. It's exciting. It's Not exciting. Four twenty. The movie's four twenty. Four twenty, twenty eighteen, <laughs> opening weekend. Well, it's going to be busy. It'll be a busy time. Okay, good one, Kev. Good one. Do you know what I love, Kev? Yeah, go. I love going back to bed. Like when? Like uh. Like this morning, for instance. Okay. So, uh, you know, my my little one woke up probably at like three in the morning. He had a nightmare. Oh, boy. Okay. And, you know, it's like you hear him suddenly scream, and then he comes, he comes walking right out of his bedroom, and he's like, I'm scared. Right. I'm scared. Right. And you're like, okay, come here. Come on. Get in bed with mommy and daddy. Come here. Yeah. You're trying to get him to fall asleep as quickly as possible. Right. So you can fall asleep so as quickly as possible. So you can fall asleep as possible. Right. But then, like, you know, then it's like. He falls asleep, and I'm laying there, and I start thinking about all the things I need to do today. <laughs> right, right. And it, and like, and what happened was then I was awake for like an hour and a half or something like that, um, and probably I probably fell back asleep at like five. Okay. And then woke up at six forty-five, you know, to get the whole dad thing going again. Sure. You know, waking the kids up for school and everything like that. So I was a little tired. Right. And uh, you know, the kids left for school probably at like uh, they got out of there at like eight o'clock. Okay. And I was like, I could go jogging right now, <laughs> but I think, because I knew, I was like, I, th- I think I have a busy day ahead of me. I have a meeting. I kind of want to be sharp for that. Like, let me, sure. let me, you know, get some sleep might be important. <laughs> and I went back to bed. Okay. And I love. Uh, that's I love, funny, because I was, I was shooting some texts and emails at you, not getting any response. And I was like, okay. oh, it's weird. Let me must be jogging or something, because he definitely has been up since 645 this morning. That's when I wake There's up. There's no way he could possibly be asleep right now. Yeah. And then because sure I went, I went to bed at ten thirty last night. I fell asleep at ten thirty. Okay, I was worn you, out from our weekend in San Diego. Good for you. I was watching Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I'm doing that tomorrow night. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I, I thought weekend. you meant like you know you get up, take a piss. You got to take a piss. You go take a piss, and then you go back and get into bed and fall back. Oh, asleep. I mean that that counts as well. That's good too, right? Anytime getting back in bed means going back to sleep. But for me, it's more like the decadence of like I'm going back to bed. Oh, I can't. I can't do that at home. Why is that? I feel guil- too guilty about that. Right. Like when we're on the road and we do like our press. Yeah. And we get it, we do the show and then we get up at 6 a.m. and go do the press and then we come back at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. I happily get into my bed. Sure. And go to sleep. Yeah. Because you're, you're working. Yeah. And because I got to do more shows that night. Yeah. I got to be sharp. You'll be working that night. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I also feel the guilt of getting back in bed, but there's some days where you're just so tired. I guess so, but my wife would be like, did you go back to bed? Mm. She'd be like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what she would say to me. Yeah, but then again, Did you I go mean, back to bed, right? But see, really, I, I wear sweat shorts to you know film things. Like I don't have those fucking restrictions on my it's life. True, and she works. My wife works like you know sixteen hours a day. So she's like, yeah, right. And then I'm, you know, and I then, go back to and bed. And then comes home and goes for a jog. I never go back to bed. Yeah, I'm up. All right. So when you it happens, I'm up. So when I say I love going back to bed, you're like, no, no. I, I like those that? little moments, like you know, like uh, like you get up to. Uh, to take a piss and then you go back to bed. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Hey, that still counts. That, that's sure. your version of it. Sure. Like in the middle of the night, you had too much soda, at your, too much milkshake at your uh, Thor Ragnarok. Sure. You got to get up and take a piss at 3 in the morning. I had too much Diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I like that too. I like that too. You know what? I actually like, uh, I like that moment when I go take a piss in the middle of the night and I come back and I, I know I'm still sleepy. I'm like, I, I'm basically still asleep right now. Sure. 
and I get in bed and I'm like, and I'm like, now just go to sleep. And I get all mushed into the fucking thing and I'm like, and then the next thing you know, right. it's morning. And you're like, the next thing you know, Heffern is beeping outside the house. Like, Come on, we got to go to our meeting. Where the fuck are Let's you? go. Um, all right, similar to that then. You know what I love now? And I, it wasn't always this way in life because it's very different and I can see this in my kids now. Uh, I, I really love Sundays mm. a lot. Okay. And when I see my kids... And you can see how they don't like Sundays mm. because it's school the next day. Sure. And I remember when I was in school, I always hated the next day. Yeah. Because there were things that had to happen on Monday and maybe there was like weekend homework you didn't do and projects and all that shit. Sure. But now I don't have to do that shit anymore. Right. And so when my daughter, like last night, was up until like midnight mm. working on some pr- like project she had to hand in. Mm. And I, you know, I feel for her. Listen, you know, I look at you as a father of two children myself. I look at you and I say, "You bastard! Well, you I- took everyone to see Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> and you knew that poor girl was going to stay up till midnight." Well, here's the thing: I told her, I said, on Thursday, I said, "I'm taking everyone because because we were all going to go out because I, I was away. We come back, we'll go do something fun, get some dinner, have see a movie together." And I told them on Thursday, "We're going to go," and I bought the tickets on this at six thirty on Sunday night. We're going right. And so everything needs to be done by that time. You're like, I want to see Thor. Yeah. And your wife wants to see Chris Hemsworth without his shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to do it. Yeah. And we'll get you a milkshake. Yeah. But you have to have your work done. Mm -hmm. And my oldest had so, apparently, allegedly had so much work that she couldn't get it all done. She's the president of the school. She is. She is. She's the president of the school. Yeah. There are a lot of responsibilities come with being president. That's true. But not not the project that she's working on. Getting your shit done. And then I walked into a room. I walked into a room at eleven thirty. Yeah, because that's Kevin time. Yeah, that's Kevin loves Sundays time. Yeah, you know I might watch like a, you know, a Game of Thrones or a, or a Walking Dead after everyone's gone to sleep. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Uh, and uh, she's still up, and I'm like, "What are you? What are you doing up?" And she goes, "Don't worry about it, Dad." Oh man, she goes like that to me. And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what are you? What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm trying to finish my project," and I was like, "Just go to bed." Was she about to cry? No. But you know it's 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 anxiety inducing, and you and you realize like you just want to say to them, look, your eighth grade project is not that important mm. in the span in the span of your life, mm-hmm. in the scope of the world. Yeah, like you'll there'll look be a time at, when you're me, in, I never did one of my I projects. Know. There'll be a time where you'll be in high school or college, and maybe things will have a little bit more meaning in terms of your future. But the eighth grade science project or whatever it is. Doesn't mean shit. Yeah, compared it to doesn't Thor mean Ragnarok. shit. And for you to work yourself up over it, it's not worth it. Don't do it. Just get into bed. So what'd you tell her? <laughs> All right. Honey. I was like, just come on, let's get into bed. I said, don't worry, don't don't get yourself worked up about it. It's gonna be totally fine. But now she's gonna go in and have an incomplete on her thing. No, or? no, she finished it. Oh, she did. Yeah. What time? Midnight. Okay, so it was just thirty more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Kev. I hope those milkshakes tasted delicious. It was. Kev. She liked her milkshakes. I'm sure she did. Uh, but anyway, I personally love Sundays as an elderly person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, listen. Because I don't have the school obligation on Monday. And I know people have the work obligation. I know that's the same thing. But we we worked all weekend. We did work. Like we worked Friday. We worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday's the day off for us. So yeah, and for us also, you know, can't really talk about it. But we've been working hard lately in general, and uh, I mean, I'll tell you this, Kevin, you're behind on your work. I think. No, I'm not. I think you know that you're How behind. Do you know? I, I saw because you kind of confessed it to me. You were like, "God, I got to get started on." That. We have a dead. We have a, de- a writing deadline. Yeah. That's a that's another one. I'll, I'm gonna I'm piggyback. I'm gonna piggyback. Fuck you. I'm piggybacking right into a new Fuck one. Fuck you, Heffernan. Uh, I I love. Uh, I do love starting to write a new script. You can't piggyback yourself. I just did. I just did. I love writing a new script. Okay. Right? Like we're, we sit down, you get the blank page, we've created the outline. Mm-hmm. We, you and I have a project that we're writing. Yeah. And, um, and uh, you know, we're hopefully getting paid to write it. Yeah. And uh, maybe someday we'll even shoot it. But um, uh, you start typing in new characters, new world, mm. and you're just going. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, good, I right? Yeah. You love that? Yeah, I'm, I'm into. Or you it. do? Do you dislike it? No, I love it. Okay, I love it. I especially love hitting the end at the end of it too. I sure, that that to me is a great sense of accomplishment. Sure, when you finish that thing. But it's fun heading out on this new journey. Yeah, I um, feel like. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. I don't. What I don't love is you piggybacking on yourself. That <laughs> shit's bullshit. <laughs> I figured we were in the world. You know that, why not? Just keep it, going that direction. I know, bro. Usually, you know, like uh, you brought it up, writing a new script. That's it's on my thing. 
It's on my my list here. Writing a new script. Okay. Do you now? How do you make your list of loves? Do you sit down and like think of them? Like, what do I love? What do I love? I probably do the same way as you do. Like, uh, as 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 time goes by. I mean, the nice thing is, as as uh, guys who write comedy or whatever, we get in the habit of writing shit down anyway. Mm-hmm. So we have notebooks, and right? Now phones mm-hmm. that you write your shit into, right? Mm-hmm. So periodically, I'll come across something that I think, oh god, I love that, and I'll write it in my lists, right? You know, and then sometimes I know we're going to do a love podcast, and I'll sit down and I'll think, hmm. what do I love? Because sometimes it'll be new. Like I saw Thor Ragnarok last night. Yeah. Anyway. All right. You know what I love, Kev? Yo. 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 I love day drinking. I love day, day drinking. drinking. I love day drinking. That's funny. It's funny because I've recently talked with my wife about that. I feel like you, when you have kids, you, it's, you don't day drink as much anymore as you did when you were younger. No, you don't. You know but I mean? uh, like, and I never, like, I, t- I mean, in the summertime, like at the pool, it's day drink, but it's like day drinking with kids around and everything. But like, my wife and I have started to do a thing now where, like, on a Saturday. Okay. Like, the, na- the nanny comes on a Saturday. Okay. And we've got some hours in the middle of the day. Okay. And we'll go and we'll have lunch. Right. And we'll pop off a few, like, a few drinks. Okay. But I'll, I'll do beer and she'll do, like, wine or something sure. like that. Right. And uh, and we have some, like, seafood or something like that. Like, okay. Like, some oysters. How does the rest of your day play out? Is it you just... Because I feel like once you get on that train, you got to keep riding that train. Well, you... I mean, you have to stop riding the train. You have to get off the train. So either the, like 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 a dinner time or something. Or? But I'm not talking about like an eight beard, an eight drink th- thing. It's like, oh, you aren't go like like four or something <laughs> okay, like that. Okay, still decent. Yeah, I mean, I like day drinking anyway. Like I I do think one of my favorite things is to go day drinking and then be home and asleep by like nine o'clock. <laughs> right. You know. And just but like, I feel like that's like you know when we were younger and you'd go like the fucking tailgate or like you'd you'd go watch. A, I was just talking to somebody about this like. Like go on a Saturday afternoon and watch a sporting event at a bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now I'm at soccer games and fucking basketball games and whatever it is, baseball games. Sure. You don't get those moments anymore where you're. You want to go watch like a random football game at the bar and get wasted? Yeah, no, you you, you don't really do that. <laughs> but I think there's something decadent that like you're talking about, like going back to bed. You yeah. know, or I'm talking about going back to bed and like you can't relax for that. You can't. You feel guilty. Like there's something decadent. Uh, to me, about uh, a day drinking. Well, there is because you're th- you're throwing the rest of the day away. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. You're saying like I am a night worker. When you start drinking in the middle of the day, then you've said I'm not doing night work. Yeah, so you're done. That's when I like to write. I don't really write at night anymore, though. Oh, you don't? Well, I will. I will this week, but like, oh, I'm too tired. Yeah, I still work at night just because I find it's the quietest. Oh, it absolutely is. The least interesting. People aren't calling you. People aren't texting you. People aren't emailing you. Mm-hmm. People aren't walking into your office. People aren't telling you to take out the garbage. People aren't stubbing their toes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay. Day drinking. Day drinking. That's great. Should we go crack a beer? Like, cracking a beer in the daytime. Or, like, you know, I, I actually like it when you're sitting at a place and they bring you a nice cold beer and it's like, it's noon. Yeah. Sun is shining and you got the whole day ahead of you. Right. To just it's, piss it's away. It's a dude drink. There you go. Start drinking. <laughs> by the way, I get two fucking uh, loves in a row, okay. by the way. Sorry. I love overhead showers. Aren't all showers overhead showers? Well, I, what I mean is like the ones that are like, you know. They're you coming always, down from the ceiling? Yeah, directly. And above, they're over your head. They rain Okay, yeah, you. like rain showers. I like those rain showers. And right. also, the, some, a lot of those also have side showers. Okay, you like the jets coming in from the side? Yeah, like I love that. It's like a car wash. You Here's can... what I don't like, though. When Sometimes when you turn those jets on, it fucks up the water pressure from the one above. Mm. You know what I mean? I, yeah, like I, the water pressure gets a little weaker because you turn the side jets on. I can imagine what you're talking about, right. but I haven't had that problem. I've had that problem before. But I forget, like somebody put us up at a nice fancy hotel. Right. And it was like, oh, you know what it might have been? I think it was uh, one of the casino gigs I did when I went up to the... Uh, the Shumash Casino. Okay, yeah. I think I had one of those things where it was like, and maybe it's because like I was the pr- the entertainer and they were putting sure. up in like the presidential suite. They gave you suite. the good room. Yeah, but like that was like, oh man, you walk in and there's like uh, the shower in the ceiling. Sure. And then the side ones and you're like, I'm just going to get scrubbed. I'm going to have one. Tell me there's one on the floor that's going to shoot <laughs> up my asshole. <laughs> Tell me. And then you look down and you're like, okay. It doesn't have that. You call down to the front desk. Yeah. Hey, where's the button for the the thing that shoots up into your asshole? Yeah. Listen, I, I'm not complaining about the room. I love the room. <laughs> but do you have? Is there another room where you have like a, a jet that shoots up your asshole? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What? Well, you know, you have them coming out the sides. It's just, yeah, yeah. This one goes up from the floor, 
up your butthole. Yeah, over at the, uh, you know, over at the the, the Mohegan Sun, <laughs> they hit you at the, in the asshole. Yeah, right there. Boom. I'm just saying. Okay, sir. We'll take that into advice. I would love it. I would love it if they would take that suggestion. The next time you go back to Schumacher, Mr. Lemmy, uh, we'd like to show you to your room. We want to show you one very exciting feature. I'd have no memory of it. I'd be like, sure. uh, okay, well, what is it? What could it possibly be? And they'd be like, turn on the shower. <laughs> right now? Yeah, turn on the shower. And then I'd see that thing shooting up from the floor. I'd be like, you people. Sure. i give whoever it was a big, wet, sloppy kiss. Yeah. And i get the fuck out of here. Um, okay. And then for my second oh, one okay. piggyback. that I will piggyback. Okay. I love using up an entire legal pad. Like, I have a lot of legal pads in my office. So do I. I'm a legal like, pad guy. That are like half full right. of notes and things like that. And that's on anyone, like at a random time, I'll just grab one and I can find, like, you know, there's still like 30 pages sure. in the back half that I can use for a miscellaneous thing. Sure. But I love it. I have several like this, too. When I'm just going to town on one of these things and I wind up at the last page and I use that last page up. Right. Which, to me, means you've used up a legal pad <clears throat> legally. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing about legal pads, which people knock a little bit. Yeah. You don't use both sides of the paper. Mm-hmm. Do you? Only if I've run out of paper. Right. Only if you're getting down to the bottom and you're like, fuck, I yeah. need more room. You're only using half of the, of the, of the paper on a well, legal here's pad. Here's what you need to invent, then, is uh, a legal pad... Because right now, the way the legal pad works is that the backside is sloppy. Yeah. You know, it's like you're looking at, like, somebody who's been, like, laying out in the sun just on their back and tanning their front all fucking right. vacation long. Right. And they're beautiful in the front, but the backside is a, is a mess. Sure, there's no... Because you got to wrestle with that thing. You yeah, flop there's all not, the like, a surface over. you can write on properly. Nah, you don't yeah. even, you know... But I'm just saying that's... That's the PC knock on the on the legal pad. And you know that it doesn't matter to me because I am a legal pad guy. Yeah. For as long as you've known me, I'm a legal pad guy. Yeah. I went to law school. You did go to law school. Do you use the back? No. Okay. And do you use every line of the legal pad or do you write like four Yeah, I just page? wrote like a fucking crazy person. Like a like yeah. a madman. Yeah. It's right. like you walk into like an insane asylum as a dude <laughs> right. with a crayon in his toes <laughs> writing just fucking That's the way I do it, yes. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, look at that. Here's my lovely wife. I know it. Hey, honey. Hi. We're Hi. just recording a podcast. Could you pretend you're like a uh, super ghetto right now? Yeah. Am I allowed to curse in the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. She's never listened before, so it's okay. Yeah, she doesn't know. Why I would listen to you speak. I live with you all the time. Yeah, I'm going to listen to you fucking dumbasses. I hear your shit day in, day out. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Um, That's the first appearance by your wife on the podcast. Yeah. But you know what's sweet about her? Yeah. You see like with all her like all her braggadocia, like she got... She got tense. She tensed up. Yeah, she when did. she knew she was going to be on the mic. Right. I put the mic right in her face. Yeah, and she, you could see the fear mm-hmm. in her eyes because that's then the, she did it. That's the thing about her though is like like she appeared in Fatty and Taddy. Right. And for all of her swagadocia, when it came time for her to be on camera, she she was like everybody else who thinks they can act. Sure. When the camera starts yeah, rolling, little they, butterflies. Yeah. Their, their knees get weak. Yeah, little butterflies. That's you know okay. What I'm saying, dog. That's all right. Um. All right, we're getting down to the end here. Okay. Um, so I, I doubled down. I yeah. uh, did my legal oh, so I'm up. Yeah, you're up. I'm going to go. Uh, you know how I like to do at least one soapboxy one at the end of the, uh, mm. at the end of each podcast. Mm. <laughs> All right, here. But, but it's a love. And I'm going to yes, I'm going to tread gently into this world because it's a, it's a it's a. I love being married. It's a tinderbox to the same woman for no. twenty. No, no, no. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, I am loving seeing these uh, douchebags get called out. Okay, for their. Uh, all this harassment mm-hmm. and and uh, assault, mm-hmm. and these guys have been protected mm-hmm. by the by the business. I don't want to dwell. I don't want to get say I'm getting enjoyment because it's a terrible situation. But those guys are those guys are bullies. Yeah, and I fucking hate bullies. hate bullies. And I love seeing bullies get their comeuppance. Yeah, and I think that's what's happening here. These guys have been bullies for a long time, and now there's a certain justice to that. I feel like the danger is this: is that you can't, you don't want to see something happen to someone who is not guilty of something. Sure, but these guys. I don't think there's any question that, you know, Harvey Weinstein or these guys like Ratner or these people like this are, well, they mean, got it coming to them, a lot and of, they're getting it. Some of these guys are guys that, like, you know, I mean, their personality, but my wife and I were talking about it last night, it's like a lot of these guys, the personality just matches it. You're not surprised. You're like. Yeah. They're bullies. I they're know fucking bullies. These guys. Everybody knows these guys are, are like, are, are assholes in the business yeah. and uh, and bullies, and um, and it doesn't come close to. Uh, satisfying, I'm sure, these people and the women who are abused and the men who have been abused, but 
I'm enjoying seeing these guys get what they fucking deserve. Yeah, this is kind of like the same soap, soapbox you did in The Hate, where you were like, I hate these guys who are bullies. <laughs> and now, it's, look, it's all, it's all the same. You're, you're loving it. But now they're getting what they deserve. They're getting what they deserve. As all these allegations come out, it's like all of the, the number of people that they have made suffer. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and no one should have to go through that. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. There's one dude who's got 300 women who have made accusations against him. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. 300 women? And he's denying them. Yeah. He's denying it. Fuck you, buddy. And then you've got, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a, it's a, there's no, there's no one who's better or worse than the other. They're all fucking terrible. Then you got like the guys like, like Bill O'Reilly who are like righteous motherfuckers. <laughs> Who are like <laughs> sure. settled settled for thirty two million dollars? Yeah, these are guys. Who he like, paid someone thirty two million dollars. Yeah, the settlement. This is a fucking guy who tries to tell people how to live their lives and what's right in this world and what's wrong in the world. And guess what, asshole? You're a <laughs> sure. fucking hypocrite. Sure, he's just another bully and a bully. They're all bullies. Yeah, sexual harasser. Whether you're Bill O'Reilly or Harvey Weinstein, you're yeah. fucking bullies. Yeah. All right. And you get it is out? That, yeah. Is that bad that I, we go in that world? We gotta keep, we're trying to keep things light Feel and fun good. Well, you know, for the crew. It's allegedly a, a comedy podcast. I guess so, yeah. But, uh, I'm just saying. I don't like bullies, and I, like, and I love when bullies get their comeuppance. Okay, good. There good. you go. All right. I'll leave it at that. There you go. All right, let me get one more because we're done. See, you're kind of a bully, Kev. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, but you love me, though. You don't, you don't want to see me get my comeuppance. Um, the... Uh, Okay, you know what I love? Yeah, go. A long cord. A long a cord. Long you mean cord. like an extension cord kind of thing? No, not an extension cord. A long cord. Like So I got a, um, I went to the store, like I'd run out of like uh, power cords for my, my cell phone, my iPhone. Right. And uh, like, because yeah. short cords bother me because then you have to yeah. get close to the, the power source. Yeah. But uh, I, I said, what's the longest cord you yeah. got for this thing? And I think, I think it was, they were like, oh, we got an eight foot cord. They're not feet though, are they? No, they're, they're like meters. St- yeah, meters. That's the other thing. It's like I agree with you. I when I discovered that you can actually buy a super long cord for your phones and yeah. stuff, that's all. Then I just started. That's all I was buying. That's yeah. all I was buying. Because the other thing is, your kids aren't this stage yet, but like they all plug their shit in too, right? Yeah. And you have a short cord, and they the cords get ripped out and broken and whatever. If you give them enough cord, yeah. Then the cords less tend to last a little longer. Yeah, exactly. So like like <laughs> and specifically, I'm talking about like. A long phone charging cord and a long yeah. uh, computer charging cord. Yeah. I like a long cord. Queen. Fuck yeah. And I hear you, bro. And if you want to transfer that to like a sexual thing, like I'm a, I'm a size queen or something like yeah. that, fuck it. Then yes, Go I for am. It. Go for if it. If I was gay, I'd like a big fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like a long cord. Yeah. You know what else? The, the good uh, the long cords come in handy is in the hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Because you can plug it into wherever they have their stupid outlet. Here we go. You can plug Here it in. Go. You can plug it in uh, somewhere, and then it'll still reach to where you need it to be. Yeah. Whether like it's your alarm clock in your bed or whatever it is. Dog, I'm with when you're you. On dog. The road. I'm saying I love a long cord. So I like to go buy like a nine meter cord. Dude, nine meters. That's twenty seven <laughs> feet. Do you have? Is there such a thing? Do you have a twenty seven foot? I don't know. There are. There's cord? like the six meter one. I think is the big one, right? I got the. I have a, a gigantic one. Yeah. I have the long me too. one. Me too. It's expensive sweet. though. They're like expensive. They're expensive but worth it. And it's like and when I'm coiling it up to put it in my book bag at the end of the weekend. Yeah. Like even though I have to coil it for like an extra yeah. 10 minutes. Hold on, I got a couple hours here. I got to coil up my coil my cord. Yeah. I it's I feel a, a tremendous smug satisfaction about the fact that I have the longest cord that anybody's yeah. got. Sure. Sure. Check this cord out. Good for you. Look at my cord. Look at me. You know where I'm plugged in? Uh, across the hall. Yeah, that kid's got a lot of cord. Though yeah. I'm just saying, I got a long cord. Yeah, let me just say, you don't know anything about me. I got a long cord. Let me though. just tell you, I got a long cord. Yeah, I got long cords all over the place. All right, fuck it. We love, we love this more pro. than we hate. Everybody, we this love more pro. than we hate. This That's is a time to love. I think everybody knows that. Let about me get us. up on my soapbox, people. In this time of divisiveness, yeah, let me and uh, and and malcontent, yeah, let me in our country and across the world, yeah, let me. There is one solution: love. There you go, bro. I love love. Good. And Chew Crew, I love you. Oh, my God. There you go. Bring it around. Bring it full circle. And if you come to our shows, I'll hug you. <laughs> I'll hug you tight. It's uh, getting weird. I'll hug you loose. With your long cord. Male or this female. Weird. Old or young. Um. All right, Lemmy. Chew Wrap crew. it up, bro. Wrap it up. Chew Crew. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what I'm going to eat on the way out? Yo. A salty pretzel. From the San Diego American Comedy Company, dipped in cheese. Cause that's pretty I good. Love that shit. That's really good shit. Oh my, I'm salivating. Uh, I'm gonna chew some uh, clam chowder. 
Okay. I don't know. We had a little chowder when we were down there. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have the chowder. I had a uh, cream oh. of corn. Corn chowder. I had corn chowder. It yeah. was fucking delicious. That's good though. I, I had love. Good I love those things. I love chowder. And I love. And uh, our opener and our friend Eric Levy said. Uh, when was the last time you guys had uh, Manhattan clam chowder? And I said, uh, it's probably the first time I had it, <laughs> 35 years ago. Because you only eat Manhattan clam I chowder guess once. So. I feel like I haven't had it in a long, long time, but I should give it another chance. <laughs> Why? Because it's soup. And I love soup. Have you ever been to a restaurant that only has Manhattan clam chowder on the no. menu and not a New England clam chowder? No. And so if, when, when in that situation, are you ever going to opt for Manhattan clam chowder over a New England clam chowder? No. Okay. So no. shut the fuck up. Heifer. But maybe I might be at like a dinner party and someone was like, hey, we got Manhattan clam chowder. Oh, well, then of course They're you'll eat it. Different. Well, of course you'll eat it. Right. All right. All right. All right. Wrap it up. Okay. Thanks, you crew. We'll see you in Syracuse. Syracuse. Syracuse, baby Cuse. All right. We'll see you there. Mm-hmm. 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 Salty pretzel. Mm-hmm. Now leaving Nerdist.com.